Hi guys, welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. It's me again. It's Alex Whiteley. You're going to hear a lot more of the the Biscuiteers very soon. We do. We've done our open studios, and uh, there's there's a, a number of shows with the Biscuiteers. They will reappear. Don't you worry. Everyone's busy doing their jobs. How dare they work a job and be selfish? You know, <laughs> you're not allowed to work. Yeah, you know, it's just it's one of those things. Um, before I get into the episode, I want to say a huge thank yous to uh, Isla and Tom from um, Shrewsbury Abbey. Um, I it was a, an amazing day yesterday. I got to climb to the top of the abbey. Um, uh, my my jacket is still filled. It's got dust all over it, a thousand year old dust. Uh, <laughs> my knees are killing me. My legs are killing me because it was like it was like it was amazing climbing up all those steps shimmying across roofs rooftops and walking through the bell tower and all this it was just amazing uh, one of the most amazing spirit experiences um so thank you to those guys um today i'm sat with uh toy davis the the founder of saracen solutions yeah, yeah. Look, look at that yeah got it right straight away bam 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 how are you you good yeah really good yeah yeah um, so we've brought you here. To, well, you you guys wanted to come on. I oh, thought yeah. it's, it's a, a great opportunity to talk about how we stay safe in this current <laughs> sort of climate, right? Yeah. Because well, we can try to. We can try, <laughs> uh, but then you end up doing silly things like climbing up a thousand-year-old building, like me. Yeah. <laughs> I think health and safety would have had a nightmare with that. But um, it was, see no evil, hear no evil. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so do you want to sort of give us an introduction to what Saracen Solutions is? Right. Saracen Solutions has been going now for 14 years. Mm-hmm. Um, we aren't a very big company. We are very, very local as well. We deal with a lot of local companies. We do health and safety, food safety, first aid, a bit of safeguarding, a bit of mental health first aid. Mm. Anything really safety related. Yeah. Um, we We work with, as I said, the local companies, making sure that they've got the confidence that they can actually open up and they are looking after their employees it's really important isn't it yeah and it's one of those things that when you when you talk about health and safety and work it's like, oh, health and safety and work. but it's important it, it really is, is important it, so what made you want to sort of start this it was thing? mainly through default i think as a lot of people do yeah. um i i knew that i couldn't stay in the hospitality industry it was burning me out at 22 i was becoming a bit of an alcoholic <laughs> um working 24-hour shifts at the age of 22, I was knackered. Mm. So I was thinking, what else can I do? And I went off and took myself off and did a health and safety course, um, all in my spare time, my little spare time I had, and took it from there. Oh, great. And um, was it, when you first started this, um, was it, did it all happen at a fast pace, or was it a very slow sort of trickle for you? When- it was quite a slow trickle. Yeah. I had a six-month-old baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, I couldn't go back into running pubs. Yeah. Which is what I had, what I was doing when I had it, got pregnant with him, mm. um, and I knew I couldn't do that with shift work and everything else. Uh, my their father was a prison officer, and so he was doing shift work, so it just wasn't going to work. So it was a case of what else can I do, and work from home and yeah. look after the kids. So it, I didn't have any contacts. I didn't really know what I was doing, <laughs> and I did it. Don't tell. Too many companies. I'm still working with some of the originals. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. That's that's kind of like the, the the that's the journey, though, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you, yeah. You, nothing just just be, becomes a, no. a superstar sort of business, does it? You got to trial and error, mm-hmm. find the right people to work with. You know, I've been through ups and downs. I've had <laughs> I've had another kid since then. I've gotten divorced. I've 
lost my father. I've moved in with my mother. Mm. We've moved house completely. You name it, I've probably done it. And this is this is what we like to do at the biscuit. You know, you've given me a nice file. You give me you bring me goodies today, which is quite cool. Um, but like this name here, Saracen Solutions, this logo. You know, all these things that you've just mentioned. Yeah, we're here to offer a story behind that name. You know, yeah. people look at Saracen and they might think, "Oh, you know what, Tori? She's she's been through it all. She's she knows what she's doing. She's been through trial and error." And well, I mean, even at the moment, I broke my finger the other day. <laughs> I saw that. I saw <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> yeah um, I'm quite accident prone, yeah. which is sort of what That's I ironic. say to people. Yeah, <laughs> I can see the accident, or I will be the accident before it actually happens. Um, because I've actually worked as well, I've worked in industry, yes. I, I know what corners people will cut. Yes. Um, my dad has worked in some really big industries and some really dangerous industries that I know what corners they'll cut and how yeah. much people can sue for. <laughs> yeah. And I, I suppose I try and stop that happening in the smaller businesses. It's down to the individual as well, though, isn't it? I mean, like, I, I work in a cushy office at the moment. I mean, there are, there are dangerous aspects to what yeah. I do. Um, but, like, I used to work at Asda. And we've all done the, the whizzing around in the warehouse on a, on a pump truck or, yeah. you know, uh, throwing stuff around. Because that's, that's, that's stupid, isn't it? But, like, uh, you know. Well, I've broken my, wrist, my own wrist five times. Wow. One of those was falling out of a shopping trolley. <laughs> One was falling out of a bath. And then I've done multiple others, but... You need to stop falling out of things. I know. <laughs> Don't get into things. This, this was shutting my hand in the boot. Um, oh, really? Yeah, oh. so that was... There's nothing they can do, so, yeah. I, I, shut, my ha- I, I shut my finger in the door once, and they locked the car door. <gasps> and I was like, unlock the door! <laughs> I just stood there, I was just trapped. I was like, unlock the door! Oh, At least uh, I had control, so I could open it very yeah. quickly. <laughs> Yeah. Um. <laughs> um, so out of trial and error. Um, so you said you started this at home. Yeah. Is this, do you still work from home? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a big enough room that there's two of us in there. Nice. Um, I'm not always there because I'm usually out and about trying to, well, as much as I can, especially at the moment. Um, no. And going, because I can't do it virtually. You have to be able to see the, the place. No yeah. two businesses are the same. I did my stint with McDonald's at one stage and not even two McDonald's are the same. So it's just a bit of a comparison. People think, well, you go into one, it's exactly the same as the next one. It really isn't. You ever walk into a place and like before you, before you even got through the, the main door, you're like, well, that needs to go for starters. Yeah. <laughs> Often. Often. I can almost predict sometimes what it's going to look like. Oh. And I get very surprised when it's not. And how does it work then? Um, so, say you go to a business and you you have to assess the dangers around and how they can make things yeah. safer. Is this then an ongoing communication with you guys, or do you do the do your job and go? I can do both. Yeah, yeah, I do both. It, it's easier when it's ongoing because mm. I, I I will keep returning and saying, look, you've you did it the first time, but you've slacked off a bit. Yeah, sort yourselves out, guys. Pull your socks up, sort it out. You will get a visit at some stage. I work with a lot of food manufacturing companies as well, and they get visits from the EHOs quite often, mm. and with some of the local cafes and butcheries and um, farm shops, and it's and they're the ones that get the EHO visits because they like to go there to have their lunch, <laughs> and or they go there out of hours and then they see something wrong, so they put in a notice to somebody and say just go and have a visit there. So it it is a case of not. Resting on your laurels, I suppose, and yeah. people saying, "Well, I'm just a small business. Yeah, I'm just in an office. 
you don't know when they're going to walk through that door. Yeah, I mean... Or who's going to trip over. I think when you when you go to your... You, okay, this is going to sound really well. The humdrum sort of... to The rat race, yeah. back to work, home, work, home, work, yeah. home. Blah, blah, blah. You kind of forget, don't you? Yeah. You, you kind of go into work and you, and you just kind of like... I don't want to be... I don't care. <laughs> I've been in that situation before and think, you don't care about safety. Think about April. And how we all said, we're never going to go back to the rat race. We're not. We're just going to work from home. Mm. We're not going to get into this stupid, busy kind of lifestyle again. What's going on out there? We're all back to normal. We're yeah. not keeping our distance. We're not doing this. We're not doing that. You know what I mean? And we'll we've get, gone back to it straight away. We'll, we'll, we'll get into COVID because I do want to yeah. talk about it. But uh, I wanted to ask a question first. How yeah. I like how I put this. How do you deal with the Michael Scotts? Of the world, and what I mean by that, if you've ever seen the American Office, by the way, um, no, I haven't. It, it's, um, <laughs> the, it's say like you're doing a course, yeah. and you've got you've got people around, and you've got the manager there who won't won't be told what to do, and he's inter- interrupting you, and and, and you know, there, there's got to be some stubborn people out there just won't be told what to do. How do you deal with that? I I, I for a start, I don't belittle them because mm. that is the worst thing. I, I mean, I've had some really, really, I suppose a polite way of putting them is arrogant. Yeah. think they know more than I do, which they might do. Mm. I, I don't know everything, and there's no way I can. Um, I go along with it. I then shut them up. <laughs> <laughs> and quite often I'll ask them questions and make them answer them and sort of put them in the spotlight. And Yeah, sort of show that actually you don't really know what you're talking about. You need to listen. This is what you got me here for. Yeah. You know some of it, but not maybe all of it. Yeah. I don't know all of it, but I know more of it than you do, and that's mm. why you're here. Yeah. Um, I have to be retrained on a regular basis on what I do. So I still don't know everything. But when I go into the training that I'm I'm on, I still can't tell them I know everything, but I'll know bits and pieces that they won't know. Mm. Uh, and what's, your, what's the kind of... Um, the, the, <laughs> outside. Nice! Um, <laughs> the, the most common sort of businesses you deal with, and warehouses, offices... Um, I've got a lot of offices on my books. I deal with farms. Farms? Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. People forget about farms. Um, I, I've i got some farm shops with alongside the um, cafes that they've got on, on site as well. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they won't mind me mentioning them. Battlefield 1403. Yeah. I work Great with place. them. Great place. Yeah, it is. And I work with some really big food manufacturing companies that... Zona <laughs> <laughs> John with his, with his Hoover. I yeah. love John. He's great. So I'll, I'll forgive him. I'll yeah. forgive him. No, I work with some really big, what look like some really big food manufacturing companies. There's Flower and White, the meringues. Okay. Yep. Mm. Um, I deal with them in a big way. Cooper's the sausage rolls. Yeah. I work with them, and they're actually quite small businesses, but they produce a lot of food. And it must be hard to um, not come across as the bad guy in some situations, right? Because you, might, you might be changing someone's complete whole technique of how they do something by going and saying, actually, this is wrong, you need, you need to be careful. That, that's like, where I work with people. Yeah. I, that, I don't actually go in all guns blazing. As you probably noticed, I don't wear suits. No. I don't go in suited and booted. I don't go in with my clipboard. I am a person that has worked in industry, understand business. Yeah. If, they can't, if they have to stop working... They can't afford to pay me. Exactly, yeah. So I need to keep them working and I need to keep them happy. So it, it is, and I need to keep the HSC happy as well. So it's working together. Mm. Um, I will never go in saying, right, well, unless, of course, it's completely 
dangerous. <laughs> um, I'll never go and say, right, stop all, everything now. No. I, I have been close a couple of times because <laughs> I've had chemicals flying around and I've had fires about to start and it's just, no. I could just imagine the manager like, okay, we've got somebody coming in from Saracen Solutions uh, to talk about health and safety. Don't do anything silly. <laughs> oh, they do though. Every time I will get people, I'll do say a two or three day first aid course and it'll be over a couple of weeks. And every time they've come back, they said, we've had our first accident last week in between. <laughs> and it is, it's, I, I'm like the kiss of death at times, but it's because they're looking for things mm. and they finally see it happening. It's, it's necessary. Yeah. It really is necessary. It is. And it, it's making people realize that all they have to do is spend half an hour just thinking about it. Yeah. Because quite often it is just moving some wires out of the way, moving the arrangement of the desks. It's nothing major. Or making sure you've got some fire extinguishers. Um, there's a lot of legal stuff behind it. Mm. I don't do legislation unless I have to. I know how to write it. Ah, okay. But I, I did write down here, legislation, keeping everything paper tight so oh, nothing falls back on you. Yeah, yeah. I can do that. But yeah. I, if you were to ask me to quote legislation now, I couldn't do that. Yeah. I know what's in it. Yeah. I know what we have to go by. But I couldn't give you the actual quotes of each law. Mm. But I'm yeah. not, that's not what I'm there for. It's a, it's a, you got to you got to stick to your skill set. I keep talking about the CIC thing. It's happening. It's happening. But I'm used to. We are changing to a CIC. I'm speaking to Chris Goff from CGR Solutions, Business Solutions, great yeah. guy. Um, and I am not good with business numbers, things like this. Microphone here. That's what I'm good at. This is what I want to do. <laughs> you right? see, so, I love business. Yeah, and I suppose that's why I do what I do because mm. I love. And quite often when I'm in a business, I'll say, well, you can get more out of your workforce if you do it this way. Mm. Because health and safety-wise, if you do something a bit safer, they're more likely to stay. Exactly. They're they're not going to injure themselves. They're not going to put an insurance claim on you. You're not going to have that fear that they can put that insurance claim on you. Yeah. And that's what the big one is. Mm. And... Does that cause a bit of complacency as well sometimes once, uh, once you really, so. when you think you, you, you've got it all nailed down and nothing can happen? It's fine. Everything's safe. I will never to- say to people that I can completely stop anything from happening uh, pe- because they, they come to me saying, right, well, we won't get any claims then. I said, I can't do that. Yeah, because there's no way. Some people are just accident prone. Like I don't understand how I'm not dead right now. I'm just I'm staring at the Shrewsbury Abbey now, the book they gave me, um, and I'm looking at it, and I don't know how I didn't fall off. Honestly, uh, it's, it's uh, for a health and safety person. I, <laughs> well, I mean, I've, I've just told you I've broken my own arm five times. I've broken. I've got a broken finger now. Oh, there's a picture, an amazing picture of uh, of Isla who took me up, and there's this there's this door that goes out onto one of the sort of the long roof that runs along uh, yeah. the abbey, and it's a small hole I had to climb through. And as I'm climbing through, there's a wasp attack in my hand. I don't know how. I... <laughs> Sorry, I'm, just, I'm, I'm. No, well, what you don't realise is that I also work with the scouts. Oh, okay. I, I used to be a scout leader. Fantastic. Um, That's great. I keep bees. I oh. I do lots of other things as well. I've got two kids. And Tori, you are amazing. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. Um, well, you've got to be busy, haven't you? Yeah. I like that, though. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I agree. You need to be busy. Mm. Everybody's uh, whenever I'm feeling a bit down and a bit low, because uh, the listeners of the show will probably realise now, I have like a, a three-week on and one-week-off basis where I work like heaven nail, just bounce yeah. for, for three weeks. I don't know if that was the right saying. But uh, anyway, uh, and then the one week, I'll just be completely lethargic, lying on the sofa, don't care, and answering emails. Oh, because never have time to do that. No, and people are like, you need to take a break. 
No, even, during yeah. those times, I'm still in the studio yeah. and I'm still doing my stuff, but I'm just really lethargic yeah. and really tired. Um, and people are like, just take a break, just take a break. I don't know what that means. I don't well, know what that means to take a break. Even a holiday for me is like camping or self-catering. <laughs> so it's not just going and putting my feet up. It's, yeah. And with two kids as well, you, you just can't. When I went to, um, where did I go? I think we went to Corfu. Or was it Egypt? No, it was... I can't uh, remember. No, no um, it was Morocco. I went right. to Morocco. I took a microphone and my laptop with me. Uh, yeah. I always take my laptop. <laughs> it goes everywhere. And because it's mainly me, my phone comes with me and that's my business phone. Yeah. It's, switch off. No. Yeah. I've just... Yeah. Um, now, we'll, we'll break into it now. We'll do it. We'll open that bottle. Uh, COVID. Um, yep. So March, uh, February, March was just... Uh, the whole world was thrown into turmoil. Yep. Um, and... Uh, a lot of businesses really suffered. And mm-hmm. uh, did you have, uh, there was a fallout for you as well? Yeah, business? definitely. Yeah. As I said earlier, I, I have to go out and about. Yeah. And obviously I couldn't. Yes. Um, part of my retainer that I keep with a lot of businesses is that I visit them regularly. Couldn't do that. Mm. So I did, I cut all my retainers straight away. I, I just thought, look, we all need a bit of help. So I did that straight away. Um, I looked into it and as we were coming out of it I realized that they needed my help again so I picked it up I was always there ready for them but I then started getting the risk assessments ready for people um, mm-hmm. getting floor plan plans ready for people um, and just making sure that they had the paperwork so that if any official walked in then they would actually be able to say right okay this is what we've done this is how we've done it and a lot of what I do is proving it yeah. um, it's easy to say yeah we do x y and z but it's actually writing it down and having the time to write it down in a way that they want to see it. Yeah, and, you know, I think it was just a weird situation where everybody's had to... People were so fascinated with kind of their own little bubbles and whether they were safe and stuff. It must have been hard um, for, for people to, to feel safe in, in knowing what other people are doing. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. It's like kind of like yeah, it does. People were, people were so upset. I mean, the, the, the toilet roll, hashtag toilet roll oh, gate. God. That was just crazy. That was just an, yeah, but it a, happened again a few weeks ago. It's just an illustration. And, uh, do you know what? Actually, yes, it did. And I remember I was in Home Bargains. I was buying some stationery. And um, and I was looking for the, I was looking for the the, the, the trolleys for the toilet rolls, <laughs> yeah. but I didn't. I saw a lot of a lot of individuals yeah. with toilet rolls. I don't think it was a case of people filling up toilet rolls. They'd heard that this is possibly going to happen again. They're like, well, I'm going to get some toilet roll before this happens. Yeah, and uh, it's just everybody doing it at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so that that is um, my that was a massive indicator that, that people are just scared about their own situation. Yeah. Um, and they're not really thinking of others and communication. Um, it must have been quite scary for business owners as well. well because it, if you think about yeah. it on a, on a whole, like you, that's your enterprise. Mm. That's what you do. Like, I mean, for me, it was a case of I was having to phone people up and say, are you open? What are you doing? Yeah. Because especially at the moment, it's, well, what area are you in? Yeah. Um, are you open? Are you not? Can I get in? Can I not? Mm. Do you want me there? Yeah, because the last thing on their mind was, I need to ring Tori, make sure we're okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, until they think, right, okay, I've got to get the paperwork done. Um, yeah. But I've got some businesses down in Birmingham, some in London, and it, it's a case of, well, I can't get there. Yes. What do you want me to do? I can't physically get to you. And what was your personal situation like? Were you shielding? Were you um, just I had down, or one you... shielding, and I live with my mother, okay. who's a bit older. Vulnerable, yeah. Yeah, so I had both. Difficult. Yeah. 
I mean, because it's just me, I I did actually put myself in isolation for a couple of days at one stage because I wasn't feeling 100%. Mm. And I think everybody had it going through their head that, okay, I'm not feeling brilliant. What's going on? <laughs> I get out of breath now. I'm like, I've got it. I've got it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but I mean, I suppose we were all really lucky with the fresh air and the brilliant mm. sunshine we had. Shropshire's just been great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've also been doing a lot of mental health courses. Okay. Trying to get businesses back up and running with their men- with knowing what to look for in people's mental health. Ah, that's really interesting because we've been talking a lot about mental health, domestic abuse, things like that, but like meetings are still happening on Zoom and things like that. So it'd be good to know, especially when, uh, we see my wife works at home and it'd be nice for her employer to know that she's okay when she's so far away. It's what signs to look for is what I'm teaching people and what words to listen for. Mm. And it's, you think, well, it's just common sense. A lot of what I do should just be common sense, but it's not for some people. Yeah, and it, it it it's a tricky one, especially with Zoom. I mean, oh, there are the obvious signs, like you know, turn up with messy hair and uh, what sits dust around your mouth and <laughs> beans down your t-shirt and just like in a dressing gown, like oh, yeah, I've you just know. gotten out of bed. <laughs> yeah, like that, that, that's an obvious sign, I yeah. guess. But like, but no, it's what words to listen out for. Yeah, have they been out that day? Have they been out that week? Mm. I mean, I got a bit worried about my own mum at one stage because she was not leaving the house. She wouldn't leave the house. Mm. Um, she was too scared. I have a nephew that he did the same thing. He wouldn't leave the house. Yeah. Scary so, times. Yeah. Scary, scary times. And he was times. only 14. Yeah. So, so it is, it's... But that, that age is, is is the pivotal social, mm-hmm. uh, I was going to say climax then, but, you know, the, the development yeah. stage. It's when all, it all hits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is, that is uh, climax, I suppose, is the right word, because that's yeah. when you learn how to be... Who you're going to be, right? Well, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, my, my little boy was in uh, reception. He's in year one now, but he was in reception and it all ended. And it was, I, was, I felt so sad for him because, he's, mm. you know, that was his first year in school, you know. Yeah, was, well, it wasn't. Yeah. But, no, I mean, I've got a 12 and a 15-year-old and mm. the people around them were meant to be doing exams. The 12-year-old, well, they both just started new schools. Sats, things like that. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. both just started new schools. They didn't do them. They'd been there for a term, so they couldn't get any friends, really. Mm. Um, it's, But they've bounced back, thank God. Yeah. And when the world has started opening again, um, you know, stores started to open, uh, businesses uh, were going kind of back to normal with a lot of people working at home, but yeah. still producing things, right? Yeah. Warehouse is still pumping out, especially like yeah. uh, the uh, e-commerce, like all these kind oh, of things. They're still, still making yeah. stuff. People yeah. are still selling stuff just on a different thing. So how does that affect you? Um, well, initially, it was finding out who's still in the business, because yeah. I deal with a lot of office managers, yeah. and I found that a fair few have actually lost their jobs, mm. which was a bit frightening for them, I would have thought. Yes, of course. Um, I think some of them were due to leave over the next couple of years, but their retirement was brought forward. Mm. Um, and I've had to go in and do things about working from home. It was... It was a terrible ordeal for a lot of companies that just disappeared um, that, that probably might not even come back. And, yeah. and, uh, I don't know. And but, I didn't lose any any companies. Good. So I haven't That's lost nice. any... None of the companies I work with have gone, which is a big bonus. Um, I do... I have been dealing with companies that actually stayed open throughout. Um, but again, they didn't tell me that at one stage. But I have... As I said, back to that bubble. Yeah, Yeah. and it's a case of right. Okay, we just literally dug our head heads down and. Yeah, uh, and um, when it comes to um, uh, (laughs) 
the information we were being dealt with uh, right from the very beginning. <laughs> I, I've, I've just written, I've ri- I haven't even got into details on my notes here. I've just written misdirection. Uh, because, misdirection, uh, change of direction. Yeah. Every day there was a change. Yes. I was doing plans for pubs and things and we were doing it one meter distancing, two meter distancing, no getting up. Oh yeah, they can get up for this. And I had about five different plans for one place. And it was a case of, oh my God, what are we doing? And trying to work out so they could have as many covers as they needed, um, trying to basically juggle it so that they could keep as many people in there as possible, get as many staff in as possible, and keep it all running. Do you think um, in a, a, a few years, maybe a couple of years, we're going to hear some real horror stories about um, how things were, were done during this, this era with companies, especially with like... Um, I mean, I spoke. I spoke to Jess from Pure Rain. You know, yeah. she's put lots of care into into this product that she's released with the pure hand sanitizer yeah. and stuff. Um, and, but there's probably companies out there that really didn't care. They just need to get this out as quick as possible. So, do you think in a couple of years we're going to probably see a few lawsuits where it's like, actually, yes, there was a, pr- a pandemic. Yes, we need these things quickly. But what the hell were you thinking when you made this? You know? I, I'm not even waiting a couple of years. No. I reckon there's some going now. Yeah. Um, I know some companies that are sort of being boycotted a bit um, um, because they're not putting anything in place. Um, Some restaurants haven't done as much as other people are comfortable with, so people aren't going there. It's And shops, if they're too crowded, I've heard of even supermarkets, people preferring one over the other because they're actually feeling safer in one rather than the other. Yes. So it is going to affect everybody at some stage. Yeah. It's nothing we can do about it. Yeah, I'm I'm having to ride the storm a bit like everybody else and not looking at my books because if I look at them, I get fed up because <laughs> <laughs> what I can't see doesn't hurt me. Um, but you know what I mean? It's one of those that we need to keep going on as normally as possible, mm. realizing that things are still happening, mm-hmm. um, still looking after each other, not just taking people on because you have to and not thinking, well, I can't let them go because they need a job. But yeah, it's about you need to keep it thinking right. About things, thinking about things properly. I mean, we've got a sponsor. We're desperate to sponsor us, but I can't do it until we've got the CIC stuff done. Yeah. So we can do it legitimately. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of people, this is a metaphor, but I always bring it back. I need to write that thing again. It's not about you, Whiteley, but it's, it's, it's <laughs> my, I like to relate to myself. To, well, that's uh, why you do this. Um, <laughs> um, uh, well, God, I don't even know where I was going with that now. No, some people would just jump to the gun and they'd be like, yeah. yes, I want the money. And they wouldn't yeah. think about that. And, you know, when you think about that on, a, on an industrial basis, mm-hmm. You know, people are like, oh, we've got, we're going to make hand sanitizer. Yeah. Uh, so what are you going to do to test it? Test it? <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, it's a bit like, like the people that were selling gym equipment at the very beginning of all this. Face masks. Face masks. and it's, Any, Anything, yeah. you know, yeah. And they say, right, we can make money. Mm. Instead of thinking, right, okay, how are we going to do it so it's safe? How are we going to do it so that we actually come out the other end with yeah. all fingers and all toes? Yeah. Um, but that's all the negative. The, yeah. the positive. Uh, let's let's talk about um, how uh, have there been some things you've seen about com- companies that have just you've blown your mind. Like, wow! I never even thought about this. Like, well done. Oh, you've adapted. Often. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, Battlefield, classic one. Yeah. They're doing takeaway meals, and they they've always done a few. Yeah. But not many. They've adapted. They've expanded. They've managed to sort themselves out and everything else. And it's just brilliant what they've done. Mm. Um. I work with some 
um, egg farmers and they have just had to keep going and keep going no matter how many staff they've got you can't stop the eggs from laying the eggs from laying the chickens from laying <laughs> farmers keep on going they they've been adapting i've seen yoga retreats opening up yes um because they've got barns that they've had to empty for one reason or another and so they're saying what can we do with them and it is it's people i mean i'm having to go online a lot more mm. i've had to um I'm having to revamp my website at the moment so that I can put a lot of my documents actually online so people can get hold of them themselves so yes. because they don't want to pay for an actual consultant, but they know that they still need what I do. Yes. So I am putting them online and I am trying to get it all up and running and it's just mind-blowing what everybody's doing. Yeah, I think it's been one of the best things, one of the most things I've talked about and, like you know, uh, this is what we offer as a show, you know, is that the fact that... we Okay, let's talk about... Uh, people that are, are just going to straight out the gate, you know, uh, we spoke to uh, the Royal British Legion, for example, yeah. bam, we're going to, we're going to get our, our clients on online. We're going to speak to them like that, you know, Kat Merrick, I'm going to get on, 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 do some yoga online, yeah. you know, um, and then uh, seasons, we're going to start delivering food, which yeah. we've never done before. Uh, seven social turn into a drive through, you know, yeah. things like, it was just amazing, but does it affect um, health and safety? Is it as, as a quick idea like that, um, dangerous in a way that, uh, you need to think about it. Yes. You do need to think about the health and safety side of it. Yeah. I mean, I also do the food safety side of it, and which mm-hmm. is another thing that some of these businesses do need to think about. Yeah. Um, because there is a different aspect to it with takeaway as there is to selling in-house. Yes. Um, but it's it's nominal. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure these companies did everything right, by the way. Yeah. That wasn't a dick. I'm just <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just a case of, right, well, uh, to begin with, making sure that you've thought about it and then somewhere down the line, actually making sure it's written down. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's what the officials want to see. And no matter how deep or dangerous you are, they want to see it written. Yeah. And written in a certain format. There, There is no specific format given out there. Yeah. But they want it, they know, I know how they want it written, with which words in it. And that's really what the trick is. Yeah, It's a bit like every industry you've got a few tricks of <laughs> tricks of the trade the, the things that i'm not great at like <laughs> i was speaking to chris about the forms uh i feel like one of the forms sent it to me and he was like no, no. <laughs> um yeah that needs to be changed uh, what, what uh no alex no, <laughs> no I, I was having my accounts gone through yesterday and apparently i have double bookkeep done double bookkeeping or something on <laughs> a lot of it and it's gonna make my books look a lot better <laughs> <laughs> So. <laughs> on some of the forms, I'm, I look at the questions and I'm like, okay, in what context am I going to answer this? Yeah. But if you turn the page upside down, sometimes yeah. it makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. No, because I have the same thing. I, I do a lot of accreditation for people as well. I fill out the forms for people mm. and make sure they've got the documents that they need for them. And a lot of the time it is literally tick boxing, mm. but I will only tick those boxes if I know that they're already doing it. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And do, yeah. does, this, uh, does this job create overthinking or does it uh, on the, have the reverse effect? Does it a case of... In some people, it does create overthinking. Yeah. Um, I've seen risk assessments for licking stamps, <laughs> using Tipex, cost sheets for using Tipex. Cost sheets, yeah. Yeah, being mm. told that you need to wear goggles, gloves, aprons, and what is it, some masks, wellies for washing up liquid this was pretty much when i started out they have calmed it down a lot but it was there and yeah 
I, I, I don't go to that extreme. <laughs> <laughs> it, to be honest with you, it bores me when it goes to that extreme. Yeah, and I'm glad to hear you say that, actually. Because, um, you know, like we said from the very beginning, I didn't want to downplay what we're talking about. But, mm. you know, people think about health and safety. They, they think don't. of that boring sheet you'd, poster you'd see in work with all the, yeah. the writing on it. And, and a big folder, for, uh, not just <laughs> the one, but about four or five of them. <laughs> and yes, OK, I do produce those big, boring folders, but I try and produce them so that they know what's do, what they're doing with them yeah. and that they do actually say what they're doing. Um, but it is a case of just try and make it simple. Uh, it's one of those necessary mundane things yeah. you have to you have to pay attention and people I, don't talk about it so that's why it is so difficult to find somebody like myself sometimes mm. even though i've been local for 14 years i bet there are loads of people that haven't heard of me i've been with the chamber of commerce i've been with all these other people but they still haven't heard of me because people don't talk about it yeah yeah I and mean, it's, it's important like yeah. you said you know um, I did, a, a, we do e-training, because oh, I work in an office, we do we do e-training on how to sit at an office. Yeah. How to sit on a desk, sorry. How to sit at a desk. How to drive your car. There's yeah. one on how to drive your car without get, giving yourself an injury. It's, it's just crazy. I mean, a lot of e-training is, I'm not a complete believer in it because mm. I don't believe that you can learn as much online like that yeah. as you can face-to-face. Well, a lot of people just be like, next, next, yeah. next, next. I, I'm one of the worst at it. Mm. I, I'm doing a course at the moment and we're doing it via Zoom. After 10 minutes, you find me fiddling with things and playing mm. and yawning. I'm and a big fiddler. I am a big fiddler. When, I, when I'm doing, when I do things like that, I'm kind of like, you see me messing with my pen here, but that's yeah. kind of just, yeah, that's my motivator, I guess. But like, yeah, you can't... Well, you're e- checking your emails and mm. yeah, you're doing anything but yeah. listening. Yeah. Um, I should I should actually with this um, with these interviews I shouldn't sit here with my laptop open it looks really weird there's nothing on screen right. but um, like, no I, I, it's hard to pay attention sometimes when it's when it is mundane and it's one of those things that oh, you'd rather be doing anything else but um, so it's good that you've got someone like you that will come in and be like well we're not going to make it boring we're going to do what we need to do yeah. and, and I, I'm going to make sure it's done right yeah you know and that's I suppose what I like to get across mm-hmm. I I don't like putting adverts out I don't like people reading what I do mm. because a lot of what I do is me yeah and I, I am quite a normal person I, I like to do things so that it's not mundane I don't do paperwork for paperwork's sake mm-hmm. if I think that you need to do something I'll tell you this is what I think you need to do but at the end of the day it's up to you how far you want to take it um do you have you ever worked, walked into a business and gone uh uh, you know, it's like, uh, it's terrible. And you're like, here's my card. Get yeah. in touch. I have, please. yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going um, to mention... No, we won't mention any names. Um, yeah. But sometimes it's a case of, have you ever thought about just what you're doing? Quite often it's food hygiene aspects. Mm. Um, because that's more obvious mm. sometimes. Um, I have seen some bits of equipment that I'm thinking, no, that really has to go. Yeah. Um, it's a bit old. It's... I had a photo sent through to me the other day and I'm thinking, oh, you really can't use that on site. Um, <laughs> that chopping board's got livestock in the middle. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, what you see at my house, you don't actually report on because mm. <laughs> what I do at home is mine. <laughs> well, this is what I've written down here. Uh, being responsible 100% of the time. Is it, is it a conscious thing for you that if somebody could see you doing something a little bit silly maybe and you'd be like, go against your credibility? Um, I think it... Might do. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've got to be human. You've got to do your own thing. I try try not to do anything really stupid. Mm. How's that? Or against the law. Yeah. 
Um, I do do stupid things like I keep bees, so I go into beehives. You know what yeah. I mean? I have two dogs and we play with them and whatever else we need to do. I used to ride horses, so that was another stupid thing I did. I, I'm, I'm a practical it's person. Not stu- it's not st- I mean, it's not stupid. In scouts, I will just tell the kids to go and get dirty yeah. and go and have fun. Yeah. But do it safely. Just mm. don't kill yourselves. I remember. I remember there was a. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. I think it's really important. I really. Yeah. I think it's important. Because, I believe in being normal and doing things. Yeah. Because when it comes to somebody that that is like um, known for doing a certain thing or not doing a certain thing, should I say? When they see yeah. people doing it, it's kind of like, oh, look. How much you know? Yeah. But I you mean, gotta... don't eat food that's obviously off. Yeah. <laughs> don't use saws without the guards down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just don't do stupid stuff. Yeah. But you can't predict for a stupid people. Yes. Uh, I, I, I say yes, but I'm <laughs> probably one of those stupid people, to be honest. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, working in hospitality, we had a lot of drunks. Yeah. And I worked in some big hotels. And people got drunk very, very often. And so they'd fall downstairs and then they'd blame you or whatever else. And they'd break something and they'd still blame the hotel because they hadn't put a, a handrail on the stairs. Mm-hmm. But nothing to do with the fact that they were absolutely blind drunk. You know what I mean? So you can't... Obviously, we won that one. Um, <laughs> but you can't predict for that. No, absolutely not. And you've got to, you've got to be you. You've got yeah. To be you. Uh, you know, like I said uh, earlier, when we were talking about, you know, doing stupid things at work, like people, it's all down to the, it's down to the individual, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. You can't say... You can say to somebody, till you're blue in the face, don't do it. Mm. And they'll still do it. Yeah. One company I worked with had three tops of fingers off three different people off one conveyor belt in three months. And it was just stupidity. Yeah. And the one saw the other do it. And then two or three weeks later, he went and did it. Yeah. So... People do silly things. I do it all the time. Exactly. (laughs) A woman nearly killed, nearly T-boned me in in Telford (laughs) the other day because she was in the wrong lane, decided to go the way I was going, which wasn't the way she was supposed to go. And nearly... I mean, People do, that yeah. happens often with me. Mm. And it's a case of, oh, really? Mm. But then you're thinking, well, I really shouldn't be on my phone in the car. And I don't do that. No. And it's things like that. And I see people on their phone in the car and things like that. And I'm thinking, oh, just don't. Crazy. Me crazy. And, and there are stupid things that I say to people, look, no. And then I go abroad and I see even worse things. So it makes it easier. Um, what's the future looking like for you? Um, I'm I'm growing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because my kids are now of an age where I can just let them finally go. Um, I'm eight, I've got time to actually pay, do more work. And I'm just growing. And I've taken on Jess, as you know. Yeah. And I, I'm looking to take on other people as and when I get the more work in. And it's... Jess it's is fantastic. Just, she I is. think she's great. And I, 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 actually, I really don't like the interview that I, I released of hers because it was a day when I wasn't quite 100%. <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah. I, I like to be honest with things I do in this show. And I was kind of like, <clears throat> I feel like the interview. Whereas wasn't usually, it on a Sunday? It was on a Sunday <laughs> and I wasn't quite with it. I think I'd just woken up because I do night shifts. So I've just right. woken up and uh, I was just kind of like, <clears throat> So Jess, if you listen to this, uh, we need to redo something. We need to do something that's a bit more fun and not as. Uh, she's told me she'll listen to this because I listen to hers, and she won't listen to it. She's the same as me about listening to your own voice. We hate it. Uh, you get used to it after a bit. I mean, I used to hate my voice, but um, I can't. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, desensitized now. <laughs> Listen to it too much. For me, it's more the accent. I, I can't stand my accent. Yeah. Okay, so accents are really important. And I do know people that don't like their own accents and their own voices and things like that. Yeah. But I think it, once you get to realising, that's you. Yeah, oh no. Well, no, that it's me you. and my mum. Yeah? My mum and I have got the same accent. Yeah? Yeah. But oh. they still are unique. I was called a farmer for many years. That's you, though. That's yeah, you. Exactly. That's your individual, yeah. indi- your identity. Absolutely. Um, and you say you wanted to try maybe a bit of podcasting. We'd like yep. to talk about that. What, what, yeah. If you were going to make a podcast, what would you make it about? Well, the idea at the moment is to make it about Saracen. Yeah. It's going to be about Saracen and the business and health and safety, food safety, whatever I feel like talking about. Mm. Bringing some in, some business people in, some of the people I already work with. Yeah. Um, and just generally having chats because I have noticed that there isn't a lot out there and it wouldn't be formal it wouldn't be this is the law this is how you have to do it it would be more a case of right okay today I went on to that farm and this is what we did it'd be good actually to get like um the stiff suits out there that would be formal and just get them relaxed and see what they look like when they're not like walking around in a suit and being like I mean when (laughs) I started doing this job 14 years ago I was I'd say there was about two women in the room, and mm. I was one of them, of a room of about 30 or 40. Mm. And all the men would be suited and booted and mm. with their shiny shoes and whatever else and ties. And then I'd be there, and quite often, I, well, at one stage I was very, very pregnant. And it was a case of, I can still do the job. I still know as much as you cool. do. It's just tough. Yeah. I'm, I'm just a woman. I am here. Yeah. And, am. But they, it took a long time to get in there and actually make them realise that we still knew what we were talking about. Well, times have changed, haven't they? Yeah. Your times have changed it, It's amazing how they've changed over these few years. Yeah. Because if you say 14 years, it doesn't sound like that much. No, but But it if is. you see how it's... I mean, I started off mailing stuff out to people, actual physical post, and now if you don't do anything like that... Nope, no. not at all. But I think it's slowly going back there. I think we're slowly going... We're going back to... Or we were <sighs> so before covid yeah, well, I mean, there's a mixture of things happening, isn't yeah. there? I mean, obviously, we're using technology more now to communicate, yeah. um, but there's also there's there's a lot of people not being able to get out and about, like mm. like we discussed, and so like to communicate a letter is a great thing to to yeah. to, to get in through the post and make you feel a bit better. So yeah, yeah, people I'll, like because they're stuck at home on their own. They mm. like to get the post mm. and see somebody something else there rather yeah. than a screen because that's all we're seeing at the moment. Screens, yeah. Screen, screen, screen. Got yeah. Millions of them around us. I've got three in front of me on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> Usually I'm the telly on one and two lots of documents on the other. <laughs> yeah. Um, I keep getting headaches because that's all I'm doing at the moment is looking at screens. But it's my phone, my laptop. Get your eyes tested. Mm. Well, I am, I'm sensitive to light, so yeah. that's what the screens hurt my head. But I'm supposed to wear own glasses, but I'm already a bald guy who's <laughs> short and fat and so with glasses. I don't want to add to the list, you know. So, I mean, <laughs> there are glasses in my glove box in my car I'm supposed to be wearing, but no, uh, maybe. Health and safety in me says, wear your glasses. Yeah. Common sense says yeah, stick them on your head like me. Yeah, Mine stay on my head, don't worry about it. My mum my mom would have the same. <laughs> she just <laughs> wear your glasses, Alex. Yeah. Um, Toy, you've been amazing. And Thank you. I, I, you know, as as um, as as a friend now, we've, we've broken yeah. the ice. I'd like to offer any help if you start your podcast. If you need brilliant. any advice, Thank I was chatting to uh, to Dave from the '90s revival last night. He was kind of like, "How do I do this?" And I was kind of like, uh, "Well, you're doing it wrong. For starters, <laughs> uh, do it this way." Instead. Um, so, any any advice? You Thank need? you very much. Yeah. No, it'd be brilliant. Um, would you like to tell people 
if they've just started a new business yeah. and they would like to get in touch with you, how they can? They can get in touch with me through Facebook. Mm-hmm. They can find me on Instagram, um, Twitter, <clears throat> LinkedIn, or through my website, yeah. which is www.saracensolutions.co.uk. Yeah, and Saracen is spelled S-A-R-A-C-E-N. So. As in the rugby club. Yes. <laughs> is that where you got the name from? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Good insider information there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> You've been great. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. Um, listeners, um, that was great. Uh, I would like to give you... Um, a, go to my website and have a look, okay? I'm going to get really, uh, you know, direct with this. It's www.theshrewsburybiscuitpodcast.co.uk. Um, that was made for us uh, by the guys at Web Orchard. If you need a website, make sure you, you check them out. They're great. They're getting a lot of uh, a good reputation at the moment. Um, so make sure you check them out. This web... Uh, <laughs> this... <laughs> See, even the, even the pros uh, have problems. With, uh, the, uh, this episode has been brought to you from the Parade Shops. And um, it's behind St. Mary's. It's a beautiful building. In fact, I was looking at it from top of the abbey like, oh, that's my studio. Um, but the place is amazing. It's constantly changing. I come in this week and, and, and now Begita's put uh, like Christmas lights around the door. I'm like, this place is amazing. Christmas. Christmas. It's, not it's Christmas. coming. It's not. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming and we're going to make it as good as we can make it. Christmas is definitely not cancelled this year. Um, there's so much going on. Uh, the, uh, the the carols on the doorstep is going to be amazing as well. We, mm. we spoke to, to Beth about that. Um, there's, there's, so, there's so much going on at Christmas. Um, the parade is a good place to come and visit so make sure you do um and yeah that's it very much thank you very much and we will catch you guys next time thank you peace out